0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? So I've been talking recently about lots of changes. Oh, did you enjoy Natalie's episode last week? I love that. It was so good. And the week before, I told you about all the changes that are coming, the name changes, the brand, the website, the membership, all that good stuff. So if you haven't caught up with that, then do go and listen to episode 224. I had to think then which one it was to go and have a listen to what's happening because there's lots of exciting changes coming. We're also doing a couple of other things, which I mentioned, I think last week, in that we're going to be doing a quiz and it's a really good quiz. We're putting a huge amount of effort into it. We're going to do a podcast with Kylie, who is helping us put the quiz together. It's to do with my pathway. It's to do with basically identifying where you are in your world and what your next thing is that you should do to move on from your world or to improve where you're at or get more sales or whatever it might be. So I will let you know when that's out. So keep an eye out for it. Also next week, the name will change. As I record this episode. I've not actually recorded the new intro outro, I spoke to the lovely Phil, who we'll link up to in the show notes about how we might change a bit of editing or I don't know. So uh, I'm still working this out. Like it'll be done in time, but uh, yeah, I don't know about you. I do tend to work a bit better when I've got a bit of a time pressure. I think to myself, oh, I've got loads of time and then I work really hard at the end and get it all done I'm I work much more productively when I'm busy, which is good because I'm very busy at the moment. So let's talk about this year. Now, normally towards the end of the year, I do a goal setting podcast and we talk about it and I give you a workbook and that sort of thing. And I didn't do one this year because I was doing a lot of stuff in other places. However, I did want to do a little episode on it. It's not going to be crazy long just to talk about how you actually put those goals into fruition, how you actually get them to work. Because I think what most people do is they write their goals on a piece of paper and they go, oh, those are my goals for the year. And then they put that piece of paper somewhere or they leave it on a board or whatever. And then they get to the end of the year and they go, oh, did they come true or not? And sometimes by absolute fluke, they do. And sometimes they really don't. So, I want to talk to you about how you can be more strategic with actually getting these things done and planning them out. And it was something I did with my VIP retreat people. And what we did is, and I want you to work along. So if you've got a piece of paper or a pen or whatever, or you just do it in your head, maybe come back to this episode. But I want you to think about the goals that you've written down. So that's the first step. If you haven't set any goals, set some goals for the year. I always do. It really helps focus me. There's so many benefits and reasons why you should set goals, which I won't go into now. I'm sure if you go back and check one of the other goal setting ones from previous year, then you'll hear me talk about that. But setting goals basically gets you to draw a line in the sand. It gets you to go, this is where I'm heading. And that stops you from veering off into other places about other things that aren't anything to do with your goals. The other thing that I really struggled with when I first started this is I could set goals really easily for the business, but personally, I didn't set any goals. And that's changed last year and it's changing again this year in terms of half of my goals are probably personal goals in terms of my health, Or movement, or so at the moment, actually, because we're still in January, I'm doing, I have a habit tracker that I use and it's really funny, right? I've tried the apps, I've tried different things. I literally, so someone showed me a habit tracker and I recreated it in Canva, spent far too much time doing it. I really shouldn't have done it, but uh, I do love that sort of stuff. So I recreated this habit tracker and I, colour in, it makes me sound like a child, I colour in each day as I do the habit. So, you know, I'm an oversharer and always happy to share. So my habits for January, which are a lot to do with my goals for the whole year, are I'm doing 10k steps every day, which can I just tell you how very proud I am of myself about that, probably prouder than I should be. I don't like moving. I've told you this before. I happily sit in front of my desk all day, every day. And some weeks I would not go out the house for days and days. Like... And now my lovely friend, Laura Try, who I should totally bring her on the podcast. I don't know why she hasn't been on the podcast. I'm going to get her on. Laura Try is an endurance type athlete. I don't know if that's what she calls herself, an adventurer. I'm not sure. But she does challenges for herself all the time. We'll link up to her YouTube channel. It's amazing. And she set a challenge of walking 10K steps a day for a month and see what difference it would make. And she uh, invited people to do it with her, which I agree. I said yes. I said yes, but I even actually thought about it, which was a little stupid of me. But anyway, um, so I've been doing it. And other than one day when my knees were hurting, I've managed to do it every single day, which is amazing. So that's on my habit tracker. Um, I'm doing a manifestation challenge with Gabby Bernstein at the moment. So that's on my habit tracker. No drinking. I was doing during January. When I say was, it's because I stopped. Uh, but let's skip over that one really quick. <laughs> no, I haven't stopped. I I am still not drinking as much as I would I'm trying very hard not to drink. So that's in there. Meditating, journaling, drinking my water and taking my supplements. So those kind of health things, they were part of my bigger goal. So this actually is probably a really good example about how you take that big goal and bring it into your everyday. So, the first thing you do is you have your big goal and then you look at your quarters. Now, if it's a habit goal, like some of those are, well, they're all habit goals, then it's fine. You're just going to do it every day because it's a habit or every week or whatever the habit calls for. But if it's a goal, let's say it's a goal for finance. Let's say you've decided that this year you would like to earn, and I'm going to pick a figure out the air, you would like to earn 100K. So, The first thing you need to do, and the reason I picked finance is because this exercise is so very helpful, is you need to actually work out what 100k would look like in your business. So what I mean by that is, I want you to write down the figure that you have in mind. So let's say this 100k, and I want you to think about the products and the services you offer and the prices you offer them for. So let's say you have a... Let's take my business, for instance. Let's say you have a... I've got my pen and paper now. That's what you can hear, noise. You have a one-to-one programme that costs 5K, okay? And because I'm going to make this really simple, and then you have a membership that costs uh, £100 a month. So let's say uh, that's obviously 1200 a year if someone joins. Um, and maybe let's say you... Have a course that is five hundred pounds. Okay, so what I want you to think about is if I wanted to earn a hundred k in my hypothetical example, how many of each would I have to sell, and how would that look? So, for instance, I could sell. You would look at like the most expensive thing, and you think, well, surely that's the easiest because I get like. 5k for each person that I do that for. So let me divide that by 5,000. Got my calculator. So I'd only need 20 people doing that. Is that right? God, that doesn't seem many, does it? Uh, You can tell I'm literally working this out as I do this 5,000 times 20. I probably should be able to do that in my head, but no, that's 100k. So I'd only need 20 people doing that to get 100k, okay? So let's say But I don't want to do 20 people on that. So let's say the maximum I'd allow myself is, I don't know, maybe six over the year. Okay, so so we work that out. So six times 5,000, again, probably should do it in my head, 30K. So if I've earned 30K from that, or I'm planning to earn 30K from that, how many people or how many courses would I need to sell in order to make up the rest of that money? So this is how I do it. Now, my financial goal this year is very big. I have put a very scary financial goal. To be fair, it was the same last year and I didn't hit it and I've put it in again. And then I think there was lots of reasons why I didn't hit it last year. Lots of things that I could or couldn't do or changed or, so I'm not disappointed that, well, I guess I am disappointed that I didn't hit it, but I'm not, so disappointed that I just want to give it up and think, oh, this is never going to happen. I can look at it and go, okay, that's what I learned. That's what I'm changing. That's what I'm tweaking. So anyway, so that's what I want you to do first off. If you've got a financial goal, I want you to literally work out how many of what you would need to sell. Because if you've put in, let's say, you know, you've put in a financial goal of like, you know, 500,000, and you currently have a hundred members at a hundred pound, like, so if let's work out the mass for that. So if it's twelve hundred a year, they would pay you five hundred thousand. One, two, three, divided by twelve hundred. You would need four hundred and sixteen members. Like, and if you've got a hundred, what's the reality? What is the the chance that you're going to be able to up that four times? Do you see what I mean? Now, I'm not doing this to go get deflated and feel like well, that's never going to happen. I'm doing it so that you can actually see how it might work. Because if you just pluck a figure out your head and have no idea how that's actually made up in your business, then the chances of you hitting that figure are probably very slim. If I know, you know, if I'm earning 100k at the moment and I want to go to 500k and I need an extra 400 people in my membership, or actually that's a total of 400, so uh, yeah, I'd need an extra 300 people in my membership, then that that is a something for me to work towards, isn't it? That is something for me to think about. So then I can start working those numbers back. And it's like, okay, so if I, this year I got 100 and next year I want 300, I'm going to have to increase my email list size. I'm going to have to do more advertising. I'm going to have to get more people on my bootcamp. So can you see how looking at the numbers and pulling them back can give you an idea? So then, like I said, you take your goals. So let's go back to this 100K goal and you look at the four quarters of the year. I'm literally drawing this as I talk. I'd like, I I am very visual. I do this sort of stuff. So quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, quarter four. So the first thing I would do is split that hundred K up over the quarters. And you're not going to literally divide it in half because if you're doing new stuff to try and earn that money, you're not going to make a quarter of that money in quarter one. You're probably going to make, you know, so if we thought about just the straight divide, that's 200, um, 250. No, it isn't. It's two, 25,000. Gosh, my math you probably sat there shouting at me, right? So it's 25,000 a quarter. Well, you're not going to make 25,000 in your first quarter potentially. So you might say, okay, my first quarter, my aim is going to be 15K. Then, so, you know, what's left out of that? Do you divide that by three or are you more likely to make more in quarter three or, you know what I mean? So that's the first thing. Then I want you to write down in those quarters, what activity you are going to be doing to try and get that money. And it's the same for every single goal. So if your goal is to increase your email list, if your goal is to get on more stages, if your goal is to grow your Instagram, what are you going to do in that quarter to actually start pushing that forward. So are you going to, you know, what are you going to sell in that quarter? When are you going to launch? What's, you know, are you going to set up an evergreen thing where it just sells automatically? For me, when my website launches, a couple of the courses that I've got include build my list self-study will go on the site and you can buy at any point. So what am I doing to promote those courses if I want to earn some money from those courses? So that's what I want you to think about, what you could do in each quarter. And then you could break it down again. But what I tend to do is I do the overall plan for each quarter. So roughly we'll know when we're doing particular things. Although I have to say we're really behind this year in terms of making that plan. I think what happened was last year I did so many goal setting things because I have my online event the people in executive club get an extra day in the online event. And then I had my VIP retreat and I was just literally talking goal setting and planning and organizing for the following year for days and days and days that I didn't do it for myself. And it's also very hard to do for yourself. I need someone to do that with me. Um, I did a bit when I was out in Nashville, but yeah, I still need to finalize it. So anyway, so it's not too late, FYI. So yeah, so once you've looked at each quarters, then I would tend to take quarter one and I would pull that out into months. So Jan, Feb, March, and again, if you're listening to this, we're getting to the end of Jan, so really you're looking Feb and March. So again, be realistic about what it is you're going to achieve in that time frame, because again, there's no point saying, "Well, I've put 25k down for that." If we're already at the end of Jan and you haven't bought any money in, so my the way my business is set up at the moment is I am not selling anything currently. Um, as you listen to this podcast. So therefore I'm getting no extra money in. I'm getting my retained money in that I get from my membership and that sort of stuff, but I'm not getting, oh, and I've actually, tell a lie. I do have something for sale. You can buy the 90 day program, which price is going up soon. So that's why I talked about it on the podcast a while ago. Yeah. So, but I don't really promote that. So yeah, there's not many ways I can earn money. So again, that's going to have an impact on what my goal is for that quarter. Whereas in, you know, Quarter two, if I was launching something then, that will help. So bring it down into the months and work out what you've got to do each month and then put that into your weeks. So as you're getting to each week, look at those monthly things, look at your Q1 goals and go, what do I need to do this week in in able to push it forward? So let's say I'm going to break down a goal of building your email list, okay? So you might wanna double your email list size. So in quarter one, you might decide that you need to review your lead magnets or create a lead magnet, okay? Also, in quarter one, you might decide that you need a better system if you're on MailChimp, because it's not very good, just as a side, or you need to do a course like Build My List, which you'll be able to do soon because it'll be open. So, you might put that down for Q1 actions, okay? So, Q1 might be that you're going to do those things. And by the end of Q1, you're going to have a lead magnet in place with your system all set up because you did Build My List, uh, self-study and you know exactly what to do, which is amazing. So, yeah, that might be quarter one. So, then in quarter two. Two, it might be around promotion and you might decide, okay, I am going to try promoting it through social media, when I speak, blah, 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 whatever reasons. And then what you do, you might do for quarter three is you might pencil in, to do some Facebook ads. So you might decide that actually at the end of quarter two, I'm going to look and see how we're getting on in building my list and review whether I need to do Facebook ads or not. And this is the other thing, right? You can sit here and make your plan for the year, but the whole point of this is, is creating those actions. And if those actions aren't getting you those results, then change the actions. So this isn't set in stone. This isn't like, well, I said that was my, you know, thing for this year. I'm going to do this. If it's not working, change it up. So this is how we take that big goal and we kind of pull it apart. We put it into each quarters and then each quarter we look at separately. And as you know, I'm a big fan of reviewing my weeks. I'm trying out a new planner. You know, I'm a huge fan of the Michael Hyatt full focus planner. And I decided that, you know, changes as good as the rest as I'm changing everything else in the business. <laughs> I might as well change this. And I have bought a new planner called My PA Planner. I'll link up to both of these in the show notes. They're not affiliate links, just, just links. I'll just chuck them in the show notes. But I say I'll chuck them in. I won't. Lovely Becky will chuck them in. So I'm trying out this new planner and I'm not liking it. But I think it's because I'm used to the full focus planner. Um, But basically, this planner and the full focus planner gets you to review your weeks and put down what are your main things that you need to do for the following week. And that really helps. And then you review whether you did those things. So that's where, again, looking at those goals, constantly reminding yourself of those goals, because there's no point leaving it and then getting to the end of the year and go, well, that didn't happen, did it? Whereas if you've got this plan, if you have done your lead magnet and you've put it out there and that wasn't getting enough results. So you then tried Facebook ads and that was, or you didn't need to do Facebook ads. You have, you know, whether something's worked or not, and you have a reason for it. So if you've done all those things and you get to the end of the year and you still haven't hit that goal, you can still be very proud of yourself because you've taken all those actions and you've moved forward. The same for like noting down your numbers. It's amazing when you think to yourself, like, you know, oh, it hasn't really improved much. Or I didn't realise, see, I'm a nightmare with finance stuff. I hate looking at the finance stuff. I'm teaching myself to love it. And I um, I don't ever know what I've earned. This is so bad. I shouldn't admit these things. I, I am much better now. But I didn't ever know what I earned. So I'd get to the end of the year and be like, wow, is that what I earned? Or, oh, is that what I earned? I mean, that's terrible. Like that is not taking action and focusing and you know, so I think this is why now I'm such a fan of this, because it's so important. So yeah, basically that's what I wanted to kind of talk about in terms of getting those goals, pulling them apart, putting them in your quarters, giving yourself some actions for those goals, realistic actions. Like I've given you a whole quarter there to create the lead magnet, get the system in place, do all that stuff. Especially if you haven't got a team, then you know, that's the, that's the thing. Um, Again, let's say one of your actions is to bring on a team member by the end of Q2. So in Q1, your actions might be actually look at how I go about doing it. You join Teresa's membership, you go through the pathway, the pathway tells you how to do it. So, you know, like that sort of thing can be put in the plan and therefore you've got an action to do to get you ready for when you want to do it in, in Q2. So, like I said, these things have been really helpful to me. They've really supported my business and helped me grow. And I just wanted to give you a heads up with it and see how you were getting on. And I think leaving it to the beginning of Jan is probably good because of the fact, well, not the beginning of Jan, probably towards the end of Jan now, because of the fact of you might have done your goals and then started the year and not thought about it. So yeah, that's why I want to talk about that today. Okay. So next week is an interview with Emily Hirsch, which is such a good interview. This woman is like crazy amazing. She's really young. She's got like three or four kids and she's growing this business to huge, huge size, uh, which just blows my mind. Anyway, she was great. I had a great conversation with her. So that's next week. And next week is the changeover so like I said you don't need to do anything just make sure you subscribe and if you want to shout it from the rooftops and get some new listeners in I would love that thank you so very much okay have a fabulous week and I will see you next week thank you so much for listening to the marketing that converts podcast and if you enjoyed this episode then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review